We are living in a world where we are overstressed, overworked, overmedicated, and we're allowing anxiety, fear, and depression to run our lives. It's time we take a different kind of prescription to help remove our pain and get us back to living with the energy, focus, and enthusiasm that we all want to have. Every week, I promise to bring you education, strategies, and deep discussions that will help you become more resilient and eradicate stress-induced depression from your life. My name is Ryan Caligiuri, and welcome to The Resilience Prescription. Yeah, like, do you think your body actually breaks that shit down? Sorry? Do you think your body actually breaks that shit down? Oh, yeah. You want to throw that on there for me? I think it's just, uh... Oh. All right. Which one is this? Culinary. Culinary. Culinary is... All right, let's kick this thing off. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode of Brain Jiu-Jitsu, where... Every single week we are just debating topics of the mind, topics that are top of our mind, and uh, we want you guys to be along on the journey with us as we have these discussions. We have uh, almost the whole Brain Jiu-Jitsu crew, Rico's going to be on his way, but with us right now we got James, Sean with the Loud Factory, myself, Ryan Caligiuri, creator of the Cut the Crap Show, Arlen, you catch at Arlen Gray on Twitter, give him a follow, start a conversation with him, my man, Steve Ramos, at Team Fit Pack on Instagram, definitely give him a follow, man's killing it on the Instagram game. So this week, our sponsor, straight out of Niagara Falls, Culinary, this is a really, really solid... Is that um, what you brought? Yeah. Is that nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love this oh, one. Oh, you brought this one back? Yeah, so, yeah. The, well, no, I, I brought this one back, but, and then I found out that they sell this at Piazza Gennardi. Sure. Mm-hmm. I had no idea, because they're just like, we don't ship out to uh, Winnipeg. Oh. That's unfortunate. Then I go to Piazza Gennardi, it's all right there. They have their entire selection there. So I was like, hell yeah. So I drank it when I found out. But uh, this this one, all these wines are uh, a pasamento. So this one, Corposo, every single label is is done specifically for this wine. <clears throat> and there's a story behind each label. But this one, Corposo, made in the Rapasso style. It reminds us of the uh, of our fathers, that uh, our fathers and forefathers that used to press these grapes and they remind us of memories. It begins with a dream, a vision of what can be, tradition, the spark that ignites an internal flame within, passed on from generation to generation. Familia, un amore, a passion. I'm gonna brush with the Italian there, but it's being love and passion of your family. So this one, you wanna share around a table with your family. So I couldn't think of a better wine to do that with. So my man, check that one in. Check that one in. When Rico comes here, he'll have some as well, but I thought there was an emancipation there for a second. Almost, right? (laughs) Almost. (laughs) But, uh, man, it's been uh, a little while. It's been a minute since we've done this. And, um, you know, we talk about uh, the importance of staying consistent on certain things. And, man, I'll tell you, I really miss doing the show. Like, when I go through a week without doing this, it's a joy, something that's in my life that, man, it's just like, I miss it. I miss it. Us two dogs. (laughs) Get out of here, man! Okay, that's it! He says that because these two bozos were giving me shit the other day because I wasn't able to make it and they were just laying the guilt trip on hard. Was, like, was I giving you shit? I know. No. I don't think I was <laughs> giving you shit. <laughs> I don't think I was giving you shit, was I? No, you just laid it. <laughs> you were, you were, laying, you were laying, it thick, laying it on real thick. Real thick. Real thick. But uh, no, it's good to be back and you know, it's just, uh, when you don't do something for so long, you realize just how much you miss it, man. But I miss it, I'm just glad that we're all here. Yeah, you're today, man, it's so true, like, 
we're so blessed. Yeah, man, 100%. You know, like you said, like, there's so many people that would wish to just have one person. Yeah. I can provide yeah. what you guys provide for, for us. It's fucking beautiful. Well, it's funny, I was just telling Gray when, uh, before you guys got here, that I did a speaking gig last Wednesday, and I uploaded on YouTube if you guys want to go t- take a look at the speaking gig. It's an hour talk, and um, at the very end of it, I ended up getting some people who are saying, how do I get involved in like BJJ? How do I get on the show? And I'm like, listen, like you gotta have like 20 years experience with us to get on this show. <laughs> it's a tough, tough lineup, man, to get on this thing. But it, in all honesty, it's 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 hard, right? Like like this is kind of our circle, like our circle of influence. No, this would be cool to have a guest, somebody guest Don't disagree. Guest no. a, guest appear on the Don't show. Don't disagree. Come on in. No. <laughs> just just a lineup of people. No, I, I we've, we've talked about this, right? We're yeah. bringing on somebody else to bring a different stimulus. You got yeah. two rules. Bring a topic of discussion and bring a bottle of wine. Yeah. You know, and then have a discussion. There's nothing wrong with diversity. Bring someone else new. Yeah, like, for sure. if you guys have a friend or somebody that you know, just bring them on. I think that would be very cool. Again, there's something else to add to the show. We need a female perspective. We gotta that figure would, out would who would be a good uh, fit, but we need uh, we need another perspective. I agree. We definitely, especially that. Not all, not all the time. So as we uh, always do, uh, let's change the subject real quick before we get killed here. Uh, you know? <laughs> no, you're please. Yeah. <laughs> so boys, I want to hear your highs and lows because uh, that's kind of how we like to start off, and it's been a, a, a little while since we've had an opportunity to connect. But uh, sure. I want to hear uh, hear your highs and lows, boys. Who wants to kick it off? I can start. Go for it. You have to make a glass, bro. Did four. Four, actually, two more drinks. So yeah, I, I went four weeks over. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Congrats, brother. Felt fine, like it was easy. Mm. The only thing is that I had to like, just make sure I didn't see, actually it wasn't that easy. I just couldn't see alcohol. Mm. I just I didn't go out. Yeah. Um, but what I realized was that I didn't need it. Do you feel like temp, like if, if you were to just see alcohol, would you be tempted or is it more the environment and like with people socializing that you want to be part of? It's more the socializing because yeah. we, we ended up going out one night and it was just like, it was more a hassle that I didn't drink. It's like, well, why are you not drinking? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Come on, let's really do a shot. Come on, bro. Yeah, I got yeah. you a shot. It's like, dude, like, just respect the fact that I'm doing this, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it was almost like people were getting angry that like, yeah. I was yeah. not yeah. drinking. Yeah. And so it's more the pull of that, but if I'm, I mean, I don't go anymore, so I'm fine, you know? Mm. When I'm around anyone, especially in a party scene, and they say that, I'm always like, man, good for you. Or woman, you know, good for you. Like, (laughs) I wish, I almost want to join them. I'm like, I wish I had more strength right now. Like, I feel bad about myself all of a sudden, you know? Because they're getting questions all night like you are. So it takes a certain amount of confidence and strength to be like, I'm good. I don't need to follow the herd. Definitely does. Yeah, Yeah, definitely does. Mm So that was definitely a high of yours, man. Yeah. Just to be sober for four four weeks in a row. Yeah. Good for you. Are you gonna keep it going? Or are you gonna I'm just gonna limit indulge? it. Indulge? Yeah. Just gonna limit it. Good for just, you. Like, I mean, I appreciate um, you guys for experimenting and, and things, and it's like we're our own test tube. Like, we test whatever the fuck we want, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. So it's like just test it, see how you feel. Agreed. Like, I'm trying to optimize my life, so if I can realize that I'm doing certain things that are making me feel like shit, yeah. it's like okay, maybe I can use it as a tool to enjoy it with my boys or whatever. So, but oh, like yeah. Just have moderation, you know? Yeah, I agree, man. Completely agree. How about your low? What brought you uh, down? Low. So this morning I woke up early, I had planned out my day, planned out the time I was gonna meditate, time I was gonna do my med- uh, yoga flow and all that stuff. So I ended up meditating about like 
17 minutes over, so I ended up, so I had a 20 minute timer, didn't hear it, meditated for 37 minutes. And I was like, fuck, that was pretty good. So I was like, super Damn. chill. Mm. And then get ready and whatever, and then all of a sudden I hear, babe? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, what time is it? I'm like, 7.40. And she's like, ugh. And she's like, immediately choked. Uh -oh. And I, I, I had used her phone to set my alarm. Yeah. And uh, so like, it did like she forgot to set hers. Yeah. And she was choked because she didn't wake up early enough. Oh yeah. And it was immediate like all of a sudden all that fuck that near forty minutes <laughs> just gone. Just like, everything I was saying to her just so snappy and shit. Yeah. We ended up being late. Yeah. And she's like, Look at this. I wake up late and and, and I'm still early before you. Yeah. And I was like, like yeah. <laughs> and literally like in the, in the car I was like I need to like let go of this external shit like why the fuck am I so angry yeah. I couldn't let it go yeah. I couldn't let it go for two hours yeah. she messaged me and she texted me this whole thing I'm sorry babe blah blah and I was like I'm sorry too and it was just like yes. what like I literally just tried it all my taxes to get out of that mental state I literally couldn't but two hours isn't bad though I know you didn't but let it affect like, your whole day so that's but, a good thing but right? it was just like I just it was so crazy how quick it just goes like that it's so true, man. At least you had the introspection to realize that you were yeah. fucking angry and be like, That's I exactly need to get myself right. out of this, yes. right? Because mm -hmm. some people just, like you said, they ruin their whole fucking day. Control, control, yeah. Or longer, potentially. My day ended up being amazing. My, my clients and everything was like, I was on fire. So awesome. It's great that it switched up that, but it was just, Literally three seconds. <laughs> like, so fucking pissed. Oh man, but that's that's life, man. that's life. Hundred percent, that's life. That's life. You're never gonna get like the complete ups. And that's the thing that people think is that when you go through your day, it's just like, man, I had this down. And, ah, fucking sucks. My life is this and this. I'm sorry. That's life. Like yeah. life is full of problems and crisis. I think we talked about that a previous week, right? Where <laughs> life is never a, a moment of of comfort. Where it's like, yes, everything's okay. Like you're always gonna be dealing with some sort of like problem, 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 crisis, problem, problem, crisis. Just different levels to it. You had a little problem today. Yeah. Put it into perspective. It lasted two hours. Cool, but you know I'm mad right now. I'm angry right now. But it's gonna pass. It's fluid, and we'll get over it. So as you did. Thanks, brother. So good, good takeaway, man. Mm -hmm. Highs and lows, boys. Anything else? What do you guys oh, got? I, I can do, can do a little something. Start with the so, low first. Start with the low. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so one of the lows, uh, I, I was playing ball and. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing this little bullshit rec league ball, and uh, you know I really shouldn't take it so seriously. And like when you're playing against <laughs> people that don't, uh, uh -oh. when you're playing against people that don't know what the fuck they're doing, it kind of kind of gets a little little frustrating. And so whatever. So we actually played against a team that were actually half decent, but they were just, for lack of a better word, a bunch of little bitches. No. And I oh, hey. I did not. Coming in hot. Yeah, hey. I did not. Uh, were they fouling you too hard? No, well that's they were complaining about every little tic tac paddywhack BS thing. <laughs> and it's just like I I I didn't have the calm about me to not lash out and embarrass So what do they do? Give me give me give me like No, to not embarrass my team. Oh. Because my team is a bunch of nice guys. Right. And like the team captain might be the nicest guy I fucking know, period. And I just said Nicer than me? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing easy. on this guy. <laughs> and you know, uh, what did they do though? Like, like what exactly was going on? Like, well, well, okay, so, 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 like, I, 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 I fouled it. I fouled a guy in a way that pretty much protected him. Mm -hmm. But in his mind, he he thought I was just being cheap mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. allowing him to score. Mm -hmm. But when you don't really understand basketball, right. it was 
like I was trying to protect him. And so that instantly elevated the thing, like, gotcha. oh, like he was just super upset that I had fouled him in that way. And I'm like, listen, yo, just call the foul and let's yeah. let's move on. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not a it's not a huge deal here. Okay. And, and like they were playing super physical. And when you don't know how to play basketball and you're being physical, it's, it becomes a little bit more dangerous, yeah. right? Like it's like it's not like it's not like you're just a fucking bozo on the court, right? And so it's like, okay, whatever. And so these guys, they will be driving and they will with like without any kind of worse for wear, be going directly at the basket as hard as they can and go up with it. So it's just like, well, if you get fouled, you get fouled, right? Yeah. So that's just kind of what it is or whatever. And so I, I literally committed like three fouls the entire game. And it was the third foul where this guy was just charging at the basket directly towards me. And I just, I got a piece of the ball. I got a piece of his body as well. And he just started complaining that I was just fouling too much apparently. And it's just like, yo, listen, like it, it just, his complaints were just overly sensitive. I just had to say like, yo, why y'all gotta be such little bitches? And I just, that's what I said to him. And it was just like, like, I just felt bad because, like, I just, I didn't really need to yeah. have an outburst. Yeah. It was just like, these guys are just little motherfuckers. That's yeah. all it really came down to. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself but say it to the face. Yeah. Like, I, like, it was, so I felt you, like it was go time at that point, but I can't been? really fight. Oh, he, well, what, what can he say? What do you mean? He was just like, he's whoa, 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 whoa. Well, he's just, I don't know. At that point, it, was just, and... it wasn't even back and forth at that yeah. point. It was just like, whatever, like, I, you know, I'll just come off. And, yeah. and like, the, the, the it's rec league ball, so the guy came and talked to me, and he's just like, Take not the guy, down. like one of the refs, yeah. he was just like, yo, you can't, you can't say this. And I was just like, ah, I probably shouldn't have said it to begin with, right? Yeah. So, like, yo, it didn't fuck my day up, it probably fucked his day up, but, yeah. but, uh, yo, but it just, like, bit? it was just, uh, no, it didn't bring you down at all. It was just like, uh, it didn't bring it down zero percent. It was just not really how I want to represent myself. Mm. I don't yeah. really want to be that guy fighting people over some bullshit. Got fouled out of a co-ed rec league game. Right? <laughs> that's yeah, right. That's like, a new low. low. But like, I don't, I don't want to. That's not the kind of yeah. right. Like, that's not the rep you want to have. Yeah, well, like, uh, yeah, well, I'm supposed to be the nice guy. I don't want to be fucking mm -hmm. messing yeah. up people's faces over some stupidness. Like, no, so that. that that was kind of a, a low, mm -hmm. uh, a high, high, high. Oh, I had something in my mind. I was gonna go high first. Um, come back to it after. If yeah, you come back to it. Yeah. If you remember, just look, keep it. Keep it in mind for the yeah, next yeah. one. Lows, highs, boy. What else you guys got? I don't have a high either, man. No high. No, I have no, multiple, multiple highs. My my high I feel is, great. My high is being here. I'm happy. Right yeah. Now. You my, know what? I, I, my 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 well full of lows. Mm -hmm. Full of lows. Like I feel good right now. Just draining. Like. Just, you know how they say like you're burning the candle at both ends or whatever? Yeah, That's yeah. been me for like 10 days. No I am so You for exhausted. years, man. What do you That's mean 10 true. days? 10 days. <laughs> yeah. What's changed years, years, man? 10 days. I'm, I'm so exhausted. I haven't been this tired in a long time. Really? Yeah. Um, what do you figure is it, it is? Oh, I just got too much going on and then I can't sleep because like the stress and anxiety. Sounds like time. nothing new. You've always no. had a lot going on. You've but never got like, a lot of sleep. What? It's like tiny, tiny little things going wrong. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this building project that I'm doing, and then that storm just completely set it back. And things we could talk about after yeah, dark. Just, just, BJJ after just dark. annoying stuff. But yeah. uh, I find I've been so short with people though, like all week. Like my my patience has been at an all time low. Mm -hmm. But uh, I coached four days this week. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. That was super exciting. Nice. When I was there, it was like awesome. And then it ends, and I'm just hmm. yeah. I found I was like really annoyed and angry again and mm -hmm. frustrated. 
I've been eating terribly. I hyperextended my elbow. Oh, yeah, you're saying. Rolling. You How's it feeling? Terrible. Still, eh? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I was like rolling it on a ball all day, and it's actually been helping a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's frustrating. So I haven't been able to train, but I, I skipped for like 30 minutes today. So, so a lot of little lows, man. That's the thing. A lot, a lot of little lows, but honestly, I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, man. And is that a. Reposo, is that that? It is a Reposo. Not a Appreciate it. Hey, I got you, brother. Don't worry. See, this man knows what a Reposo is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't check out the Copper Moon that I brought? Whoa. Whoa. What is going on here? Yo, what kind of Copper Moon is that? Come from the discount bin? The dollar bin? Did they give you that for buying gas or something? Hey, when you buy $80, where do you get premium shit? That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. How about you, yeah, Gray? You got a flat tire, too. You know, oh, my yeah, God. Oh, yeah. On the range, too? Those flat tires are cheap. No. No, they're no idea how much tire costs. Ugh, yikes. It's going to set you back at least. It's all the time. You should have really that much. Yeah. yeah. My SRT got a flat tire? Yeah, because I, I have to run flat flats. It was, yeah, it was like 800 bucks. No tire. For one tire. Hmm? One tire. No tire. Yeah, that thing popped, and I was like, ooh, but I could drive on it still. But it was like 850 bucks to replace it. So, so regular tires on that, man. Yeah, yo, yo, like you could have bought a full four set. Oh, those brand new those tires. Why the hell would you not? Know? I was they, there. They weren't that good. No, they weren't that good. Garbage. Lost two of them. I was trading them. But uh, lows, highs? Lows. Yeah, like I didn't lows. get not one, but two positions slash promotions that I applied for this week. Sick! Uh, wow. Did not. Wow. Oh, you did not? <laughs> Sick! <laughs> My nigga's moving up, and next thing I know, he's not going anywhere. Deep up. Lost my job soon. My God. No, no, I'm gonna pay my bills. Yeah. Okay, worst. Yeah. So didn't get him. This is my lows. Um. Why do you figure that is? Didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it, and the people who got it deserved it more than I did. Oh, okay. Good. Well, that's yeah. good. And I know, I know how you are. You're probably happy for them. Very happy for them. Ha helped them get the fucking job. Helped cool. my competition. But at the end of the day, it's like, so what I took for granted is like it came. A lot of this came down to the interview, or that's the reason that they gave. And this interview is it's actually a pretty grueling process. You have to, you have a panel in front of you. They threw us a curveball the weekend before uh, the interview. It was on a Monday. On the Thursday, they came up with some presentation that we would have to give in the in the interview mm -hmm. to a, a fake like flying school, and they gave us like the parameters. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. That weekend, I was supposed to hang out with Sierra, my daughter, do a few other things that I was planning to study because you also like, there's like they have this much. Thirty percent is this component. It's a knowledge component. You have to know like all this kind of stuff. Going to the company history, and I like I'd been through this process before when I was just going through it for experience. Didn't want the job. Um, and knew there was no chance of getting it early in my career, but this time I was like, okay, let me actually put some work into it, and uh, and then they threw us that curveball, and then I didn't. Uh, so I actually did really well on the presentation, but that cut into the time that I needed to do all the other studying and all this other kind of bullshit. And then there was the time that I was supposed to hang out with Sierra. I was literally sitting on the couch, being like, I should be studying right now, but I made the decision not to. So didn't perform as well in the interview as I could have. But then when I take a step back and look at it, I'm like. I've been interviewing for that job for the last fucking three years of my career and I haven't been performing that role. I believe you have to do the job before you get paid to do the job before you earn the title and I didn't do it. So 
that's on me. It's not Love a fucking that. interview. It didn't come down to just that weekend. And the thing that I'm especially happy about is like, you know what, I will never let my work come between my time with my family. And in that moment when it was on the line, I'm like, fuck it, if it costs me the job, it costs me. But it wasn't just that. It wasn't just that that cost me the job, but couldn't be happier for the two dudes who got it. I didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it. I'm going to do this one more time and I will not walk away from that interview or that processing the same thing twice. Next time I'm going to deserve it. I'm going to earn it. And regardless how it goes, that's how I need to walk away. Mm. And I also needed the perspective to come away from this being kind of disappointed because I was like, do I really want this? Is this something that I want to put more work in all this kind of shit? Well, the fact that I was all bummed out about not getting it is not just an ego thing. Like I fucking wanted it. Mm. And now it's on me that I didn't get it. So mm-hmm. that's my little man. I love it. So it's, it's a combination of proper positive psychology and having a self-awareness positive psychology where if you lose a lot of times if someone loses ah fuck why me why did this person get it i deserve it you know are they better than me no instead you looked at it and you're like no i'm happy for them well done we've talked about this before right well i'm gonna get mine yeah. mine's coming you know or take take full control right ah they got it because ah oh, this happened or this happened no no, no. The reason you didn't win was because of you. you so take control of that. Instead of having this loser mentality of, ah, no, I didn't get it, and ah, oh, life sucks, and ah, oh, I wish I would have gotten this, no, no, no. There's none of that in your psychology. There's none of that in your explanation. That's the way you gotta look at losses. Immediately man. after, I was annoyed about the whole presentation thing in the weekend, and they kind of went, the real fucked up part is, so they gave this to us, the scenario on Thursday. So I cleared my schedule on the Friday when I wasn't supposed to do family, like hang out with family or whatever. Spent a lot of time working on this, and then they followed up on Saturday and said, you know what, we've reconsidered, we're going to give you guys until whatever. So I had done this on Friday, and I was like, I was vexed about that. So this whole time, I was like, things leading up to it were kind of getting on my nerves. So I was definitely vexed about the presentation thing and the curveball and how they handled it, right? But we all had the same fucking handicap, if I want to call it that. So um, the, the part that really bothered me is like, I think that... Like, I know what I could have done and I feel like I could have got it. And that's 100% on me. That's my failure to, to bear. So, um, but I needed that. I yep. needed that to light the fire under my ass, to, yeah, to perform better, to do what I know that I need to be doing at work fucking every day. It's not yes, about sir. the interviews and all that, right? So, it's funny when the manager called me to give me the news, I almost felt like he was like more bummed out about it than I was because I kind of seen it coming and he really doesn't want me to get discouraged and all this kind of stuff and I was like listen man that's not how I operate it's fine let's do the debrief let's talk about it and move love on it. So, accept it and move on man that's right love it man yeah. how about your high I said I got no highs this is <laughs> I got no highs this is a long week no I swear to god though like despite that I've just been feeling like pretty fucking good like just having that kick in the ass like I like being put in the corner I function well under pressure I like knowing the task in front of me right like i know what i have to do and that's a good position for me to be in for me personally so um i think that almost is kind of a good thing for me in the long run and i don't know like it it did it definitely put me down for a bit but other than that like i've just been kind of even keel there's nothing that's really stuck out as like this has been a great moment throughout my weeks since gotcha. the last time right we were here it's i'm good right it's a good outlook though to like your, yeah, for sure. your your thought process on it and Absolutely. That's where I am now. I wasn't here before, but yeah. yeah Thank you. you. But your course correct, right? It's yeah. like it's like the thermometer in the house, right? If you know you're set at you know X degrees room temperature, you crack a window open, you let all the cold air in, all of a sudden that that temperature drops in there, and then what happens, right? Your heat kicks on. Your heat kicks on to bring it back up. So with you, it's like the cold air came into your life where it's like, ah, oh, bad news, but then what happened, right? You got cold for a little bit, but then your psychology brought you right back up to center, right? Which is, you know, your positive psychology bringing you back to, you know, your balanced state of mind. 
that's the way I kind of look at that. It's that, you know, your positive psychology, the self-awareness you have will bring you back up no matter what cold winds come into your life, you know? So well done, man. It's such a good lesson for people to remember, like for all of us to remember too, when we experience losses in life, how are we internalizing that and putting a positive spin on it? How are we taking control and taking full responsibility for what happens? So, or maybe you lost it and you do deserve, you deserve, you believe you deserved it. Then what do you say? What would you say actually? If you looked at all three, you people who, who oh, well, I said all, I went through all of it very quickly, and it's like that was bullshit for them to do this, and I'll tell them about it after the fact, and fuck those guys, and I'm not going to do as much work in this. Like I, all those thoughts had gone through my head. And there I was you just go. Like that's doesn't feel good. Like yeah. it feels nasty, and that's not how I conduct myself at work. And and at the end of the day, like I love, I like the the work environment that I have. <laughs> people are very whatever. So. It's, it's kind of a neat, everyone's pretty supportive and I, maybe I'm lucky in that sense, but I'm like, I don't need to disrupt that about my personal mm. bullshit and it's just, it's what it, it's, it's what it is. You know, we yeah. can all be adults about it and, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, sometimes I honestly, I think about what would have happened if I did get it and then a couple of the other people who are competing against are very, very invested in this and I, I won't say anything negative about them, but I feel like they had gone into it and they got it in the end, so their, their feelings were justified if they felt like they deserved it, but what would have happen to them if they mm. didn't get it would they have been as resilient as me to be like mm. i don't know but i am so i'm like i can take these challenges if that's what it is then so be it like it's, it's not going to face me love so it, love it yeah. i think it's automatic though that your first thought is going to be negative and, <laughs> and you're going to like question yourself and what did i do wrong yeah like, get I mean, another and it just feels shitty like it's a hit to be like you tried for something you applied you competed again and there was two fucking positions there was like four of us who competed 50 50 and i was on the losing end of this really <laughs> but whatever yeah that's how it's that's how it's exactly how it should have happened and, uh, yeah love so, it man great story love it good lessons to take away from that how about you james lows highs i didn't have any lows i don't think um that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Must be nice. Must be, must be nice. What these low ass motherfuckers, hey? <laughs> the only guy who didn't have a high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's still thinking of it right now. <laughs> For what so someone cool. else's high makes you high. <laughs> yeah, no, make it a change. Yo, make it a change, baby. Yo. Bring us up, James. Bring us up. What do you got? Not giving props or keeping Just as I, I filled you guys in at your birthday, actually, just uh, my contractor issue. But I did, I was able to recoup yes. some of the costs. So How did that go? Yeah. Well, look, it's ongoing. There's more. Okay, yeah, I want to hear about this all after. Yeah. yeah. But um, I was able to recoup some of the costs Good. so that I'm not as. as yeah. uh, in the red. Involved. Yeah, not, I, I, don't, I feel right now, actually, I'm not in the red at all. So Perfect. I'm okay. Best yeah, case So that was good. Yeah. That was my high. And I, yeah, I didn't really have a low. Like, nothing mm. that really stood out in my. Pretty simple then. Yeah, easy living, man. I think the situation, the way that was before, might have been your low. Like we, we haven't, I haven't seen you guys for three weeks. Yes, I know. This has been ongoing for a while. A lot of times passed. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Yo, hi for me, sustainablehealthcare.ca launched. So that's oh, cool. Yeah. Congrats, awesome, brother. Congrats, yeah, brother. Yeah, 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 so that's was that up. the one you were thinking of, or was that another one? Did uh, you say that one came to mind and then it slipped? I don't know. I actually had another one that slipped. I, man, I have so many high points. It's hard to keep track of them all, but. I'm happy for you, But I did have another one, but I can't remember what it is. But yeah, sustainablehealthcare.ca launched, so that was nice. Well done. And just kind of just moving that in the right direction. I want to make a mobile version of that site 
So I'm, I'm not going to put it out there to the healthcare people yet, but at least it's up. The you know the the server's running. It's hosting the website. Everything's up. It's most of the, like 90% of the work's done. So mm. is this just you, or do you have anyone in on this? It's essentially just me at this point. Okay. Like I, you know, I have a couple people that I run stuff by, but I probably run stuff by you guys as much as I run stuff by them, and they haven't lifted a finger to help. So <laughs> it's it's essentially just me at this point. As it is with all startups, right? Starts with the the founder who's got the vision and starts with you, man, and it goes from there. So good for you, brother, good for you. Yeah. Love so. to hear, can't wait to hear more about that. My highs and lows. So I'll start off with my low. My low was last week, and I don't want you guys to feel bad about it, but it was legit missing BJJ and saying like, guys, I can't make it, you know? Like that was, that's the hardest part. Like <clears throat> last week, I was running a conference, and it's the fourth year we've run this conference, and it's awesome. We have guests coming in from all across North America. Uh, you know, it's, it's awesome. And just so much learning, so much um, collaboration between professionals. It's kind of like an agile software development cons uh, oh, conference. Nice. Yes, yeah, so we have a lot of like agile experts coming in, teaching us scrum experts, and so it's really good. Um, and so I. Oh, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right there with me, my IT guy. He's like, right, right? How come I wasn't invited? Like, <laughs> no, but it's just a just a software conference. And um, the previous week, we weren't able to do this. And then that week, uh, we weren't able to do this. And I was very cognizant of how much I, I, I needed BJJ, you know? And the fact that, like, I, I need that collaboration. I need that, like, interaction with, like, my friends, with my community, you know, with my boys. And uh, not having that and knowing that I also let you boys down to like not bring it together, that was hard. It was hard because I was like, man, like you are not prioritizing the most important things in your life. And a big piece to building resilience in my mind is time management, productivity. Because if you have goals, if you have things that are important to you and you're not able to manage your time properly, well, you know, I didn't get to go to the gym, well, because you mismanaged your time. I wasn't able to hang with my boys, well, whose fault is that? It's your fault because you weren't able to miss, you were mismanaging your time. So a big piece to building resilience in my mind is managing my time appropriately for the things that matter. And this is something that matters, and I didn't do that. So I felt empty inside for a little bit. And it was pretty upsetting for me for a little while. And um, I said, I need to hold myself accountable. Like, you boys keep me accountable by giving me a hard time, and I like that. But in all honesty, I look at that, I'm like, I gotta hold myself accountable to make sure that I don't miss this, you know, because this to me is more important than just a show. Like we said, if, if zero people watch this, I'm cool. Don't care. Yeah, it's kind of true, actually. Don't care. Like, we love you motherfuckers, but... I do, like, yeah, I do, but I don't do this. None of us do this for, for, for the show, the promo. Like, no, none of us do it for that. Like, we do it because we just enjoy it. And that to me is why it's so important because if I don't make time for these important things then it's too easy for them to slide off, right? right. And it's a slippery slope. You stop doing this, you stop working out, you stop making time for meditation, yep. right? It's just, it's all that stuff. So that really brought me down. <clears throat> it was a little bit of guilt, a little bit of sadness, um, you know, but then I, I bring myself back up because it's like, hey, well, what are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? I'm going to hold myself accountable and, and schedule my time accordingly so that I don't miss this shit, you know? Like, I, I need to be here every single time, you know? And that's kind of the way way that it's going to be moving forward. So that was cool. Um, good lesson learned there and a little bit of introspection and a little bit of course correction in my life when something's not going well. And that's just the way life is, right? So that was my low. My high, though, honestly, was this exact same week. Um, did I, My guys that I do the conference with, uh, my two other organizers, they, they were looking for a keynote. And they're like, we've asked you to do a keynote for the past few years. And I'm like, well, I just feel awkward about keynoting my own conference, right? And so <clears throat> they asked me to keynote the conference. 
I said, absolutely. We'd love to keynote the conference, talk about Create Your Aid and, um, you know, helping people in the room with stress-induced depression. It never stops to it never stops surprising me just to see how well my message resonates with people. And the different conversations that I have afterwards are incredible. So I do the speaking engagement, people afterwards come and talk. The cool thing is after the end of the conference, we have a speaker dinner where all the speakers come in and we go to a restaurant and we just, we cover the whole tab, right? Like go eat and drink and do whatever. And the conversations that I was having were incredible. And those things brought me up because people were coming to me. I was just telling Greg beforehand that um, one of the people there was just texting me and saying, you know, because of your talk, I did this long list. And it was just like, because of my hour talk, you had all of this stimulus, all this inspiration. It was like, she was inspired. She did so much. Another guy that I was talking to, this is a crazy story. He lives in Seattle, super expensive. He's a good contractor. And I'm sitting down beside him in the middle of dinner. And he goes, Ryan, I love your talk. Great energy, it was fantastic. I'm waiting for the butt. He goes, but it wasn't for me. I'm like, oh, tell me more about that. I wanna understand why. I'm okay if people don't like my content. That's cool, but I wanna know why. So tell me why. Yeah. He goes, it's nice that it works for you. It's nice that it works for everyone else. But for me, man, like, I live in the States, like I'm a contract, I gotta pay $1,400 a month for insurance. It's super expensive to pay, you guys got free healthcare up here, you know what I mean? So it's completely different. <laughs> you know, it's super expensive to live in Seattle. In Canada, it's super cheap to live in Canada. Seattle's so expensive, like what do I do? I, I live in like a small bungalow and have to pay like a million dollars for it. You know, it's just, life's hard having to travel so much and can't see my family. And the entire time, I literally just want to shake. I'm like, did you not listen to my talk, man? Like, all I hear from you is like, how life is shitty, how this is bad, how this is awful. Woe is me. Then I'm like, that's the problem, man. Yeah. So in the end, I told him a little story like, <clears throat> our, 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 like, our parents, our grandparents have similar stories of how they come from like Italy and moved all over the place. So my, my, my nonno and nonna moved from Mierina to Buenos Aires to Winnipeg. And I go and I tell them that story. And I'm like, so what's your problem? You're bitching and complaining because you can't afford your mortgage. You hate where you live because you know it's, you say it's too pretentious. Living in the States is too difficult. I'm like, at what point are you gonna move? Are you just gonna live in the pain? He goes, the pain of change is too great. Uh, the, the pain of change is greater than the pain of staying the same. And I'm like, then what do you do? I'm like, you have to change. So anyway, we've got an hour long conversation. At the very end of it, he had like a long to-do list of things he's gonna, he's gonna do. And he's like, you mind if I text you like next month to just tell you how I'm making progress on this to like change my life? I'm like, absolutely. He texted me um, on Monday and said he's already started making changes in terms of moving out of Seattle. He's looking for new houses in like cheaper That's areas cool. in, 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 in the States. He's like, realistically, I'm not gonna be able to move out of the States. It's gonna be too hard to move to Canada. Yeah. He's like, but I can move somewhere in the United States. It's gonna be better. I'm like, I know how fucking hard that is. Like, well, actually, I don't know how hard that is because I've never had to do that. But like, I can appreciate how mm -hmm. hard that is. <clears throat> but that's a man who's now not making excuses for his inadequacies and he's taking control of his life and that is what like it comes down to and the fact that like i can inspire that through a conversation of just words like fuck man like that brings me up like i, I walk away from there on a high man on a high like so i'm at an eight great. yeah man cool. i'm at an eight cool so. yeah no super cool so yeah it's just speaking engagement stuff like that man that stuff brings me up on a regular basis it's definitely so, man yeah so if anyone wants to check out that uh, keynote i recorded and threw it on the youtube channel so give it a watch and a lot of you already checked it out and provide some commentary to me so i uh, appreciate that but this week i want to talk a little bit about um a little bit about ignorance being in, being inundated, ignorance as I look at him, he laughs. I'm like, talking about ignorance. You talking about me? You talking about me? 
So here's something I always have a discussion with. Um, in Canada, we had the election this week, and uh, you know, liberal minority comes into power, and I had this debate with somebody, and they challenged me, and I said, I don't care who wins. I vote because I feel obligated to vote. I feel like it. <coughs> I feel like I should vote because it's my right to vote, and you know, I know that a lot of countries don't have the right to vote, so I, I don't want to take that for granted. So I'm going to cast my vote, but I'm not that informed. I'm kind of ignorant, really, to the platforms. But the reason for that is because I believe that I don't give a shit who wins. Because whatever happens, whatever way the wind blows, I'm going to figure out my own life, right? There's going to be circumstances that come in. I don't care if it's NDP, Liberal, Conservative, Green Party, you know, PPC, you know, the People's Party of Canada. I don't care who wins. It's going to throw some curveballs in my life, but I'm going to figure those out. As long as if I control this right here, I'll be okay. Somebody challenged me on that, and they said, that's a fucking terrible way to live life or to look at life. And I'm like, well, explain. Well, if everyone did that, what would our country be? And I can't disagree with that. Mm -hmm. I cannot disagree with that. They're like, if, if everyone was like you, our country would be in disarray. And I'm like, she's probably right. She's probably right. But this is what works for me. And so I feel bad going out there and, and, and sharing that philosophy with other people. But essentially, it's a philosophy of like, Ignorance. I don't care what's going on in federal politics. I don't care what's going on in provincial politics, municipal politics. I don't care. So, ignorance. I look at ignorance in me. I'm like, well, I'm a little bit ignorant, and it's by choice, and I like that. But I'm telling you, I don't think it's a good thing. And I, I, some people criticize me for it. I'd love to know, like, my boys' opinions on it, especially when it comes to something like, like politics, for example. I'm the same, and I'm not sure if this is worse, but I didn't vote because I, I'm not informed, and I don't care to, to be informed enough to vote. Mm. So is it worse that I just don't vote? Mm. That's a good but I, 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 I agree. I, I can appreciate where you're both coming from. Um, that should ultimately be your North Star and your, your lighthouse that no matter what happens in the end you'll be okay, but can you not take a more moderate perspective as well and say that this is something that you have control over? You, you have some control over? The mm -hmm. vote and who becomes mm. Prime Minister? Who becomes like who are making decisions that do directly affect your life, right? So this is kind of you taking control over your circumstances as well by voting. So the onus is, it's incumbent on you to, to educate yourself and cast a, a vote who you think will be in, you know, our best interest, quick, your best interest. Quick question, like just a quick raise of hands, who actually voted? Nice. First time actually. No, first time you voted yeah. in any election. What changed? Man. Yeah, That's interesting question. Uh, just some of my, my work circle friends were kind of explaining to me, and I, and I did hear both sides because some people were were more conservative and some were more liberals. And I was kind of just listening to them kind of more objectively because I'm, again, I was in with your realm in the sense mm -hmm. like, I whoever gets in, yeah, there's many things that they like to, that they change that I won't like and things that they don't change that I do like or vice versa. Either way, I'm going to make it through and you know, I'll be able to live my life, but um, it's a very good point. I never yeah. actually thought of it in that person's perspective. It's but, true though. Like but, if everyone did think like that, <clears throat> like we, that's, that's the challenge. But you know, I, I, I challenge her and I say, well, not everyone does think like that. So it's okay that I think like that. Sure. You know, and I, and I also said that here's the here's deal. Uh, I, I disagree with that's that. Not, that's not the story. I wasn't agreeing with yeah. that. I was saying <clears> I understand <throat> that. But. Okay, let's hear it. I want to hear your... Well, well no, I, I, I think that we all should take a little onus on ourselves to get at least somewhat informed and, and try and make the right decision. Whatever that decision may be, whatever you think is best for you, because you, you do represent a portion of the populace that 
some people, right, a different portion than someone else would represent, right? And so it's important to get that uh, rep representation in the vote when we all go to vote so that the government knows where we're at, what we want, and kind of the things that we want to mm -hmm. see them accomplish. So I think it's, I do think it's important, and I, I do think that the role of government is quite substantial. And coming from a first world country, I, I, I think that we play a pretty significant role in the world and, and mm -hmm. as a whole. And and uh, our, if you think about this too, the role that Canada plays with us only having 35 million people, our vote matters even more mm -hmm. than in a place like America or true. wherever else. True. Ten, our vote's 10 times more powerful. It is true. Right? Yeah. Because we have... We There's, have one tenth the number of people. Yeah. So every vote, every vote counts, kind of thing. When it, that's why they say every vote counts. And I am kind of proud uh, as a Canadian that we had sixty-seven percent <clears throat> of the population come out and vote. That's actually quite substantial. Like that's more, no, that's a little high. Sixty-seven percent of the population. Sixty-six or sixty-seven. I think that's too much. I think. It's that's that's absurd. Oh, that's too much. I'm happy I didn't know. I just think that's wrong, man. So you're saying 66 percent of 35 million people? No, I think they're saying numbers. I think they're saying 60 million voters. Voters. Exactly. Voters. 18 years older. Right. So you have to be. So the of the registered voting population, 66 percent. My kids can't vote, right? So 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 of the of the voting population, 66 percent voted. Crazy. I think that's awesome. Because I saw the numbers. It was almost six and six. Even. That's crazy. Six million for the progressive uh, conservative and six million for liberal. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, my, my challenge with that, it, it still comes back to me protecting my mind. Why do I feel that way? So again, bring it back to self-awareness. Like, if you're trying to, to control your mindset and, and what have you, just as Gray demonstrated earlier, having the self-awareness to ask yourself questions, I ask myself, why do I rather stay ignorant about politics? And the reason for that is it's so fucking frustrating to me in the fact that this is a bad thing to say. I know people hate me for this when I say this, but I'm like, does my vote actually fucking matter? Does it matter? Because if I vote for conservative, if I vote for liberal, NDP, PPC, Bloc Quebecois, for crying out loud, like Green Party, if I vote for somebody, I'm going to vote them in, but are they going to do what they say they're going to do? Yeah. It's fucking politics. And so because when I, because I've been so disappointed so many years ago, because I've been, I vote every single election, whether it's municipal, provincial, federal, and I just get so like, fuck it, what's the point? I vote for this and you don't do this, even our municipal election, like not to shit on, on Brian Bowman at all, but in our city election, we vote on a platform of things that he was supposed to accomplish that he didn't accomplish. So he runs again this term and I'm like, well, he didn't do everything he did last year, so do I vote for him again? I ended up voting for him again because I feel like he was the lesser of two evils voting. No, no, no disrespect to people voting when I say the word evil, you know, just turn, turn, turn a phrase. But I just feel like it frustrates me because I'm trying to take control. And I feel like with a vote, I can take control of my, my future. I can take control of how I see our country go. But when I take control and I vote and I'm left to be disappointed constantly, even when you get a majority government in the way that I voted and they're still not able to make change, I say, fuck it. I'm done with feeling like this vote actually matters and I'm just gonna focus on me. And I know that it rubs people the wrong way, man, when I say that when I say things like that. Well, what, is he, what do you think? Yeah, well, well, well no, I, I think that it the most I, politically inclined person at the table. I, I mean I, I personally feel that most of the initiatives aren't really run by government anyways. It's grassroots initiatives. So like for instance like you grabbing like ten thousand pounds of doggy food and all that kind of shit, mm -hmm. having it delivered to a shelter. I feel like it's all the grassroots initiatives that that really make everything kind of run anyways. But at the same time you wanna get certain governments in place that are gonna kind of 
help those initiatives along, help do certain things, mm-hmm. whether it's whether it's a liberal or whether it's conservative. And if, no matter how you kind of shift it, I, I definitely think that for the small amount of time it takes to just be informed, even if it's only like like two hours every four years, I think that's a small price to pay if everyone did that. I literally feel that if everyone took two hours every four years and actually tried to focus on the issues and not whether Trudeau has blackface or whether fucking Sheer stood for an anthem or this or that and actually just focus on the issues that each party brings, I think that we would be so, so, so much better off. That's a good point. And so less divisive in our country as well. Mm. Like, who cares about all that other bullshit? Mm. I, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I kind of, I tend to Ryan's point there too. It's like... I see both sides of the game. Yeah, who cares? I, I don't care if you're fucking liberal or conservative or Democrat. Right. It doesn't like the title doesn't matter, right. but it matters to them. Mm-hmm. To them, it's like because I wear this title, I can't agree with that policy. Oh, that drives me crazy. You know, it's a broken system. That's why I couldn't vote for Jagmeet. I was all ready to vote for this dude. I know you were. You said I you was were. all ready to vote. He was so charismatic. He was so genuine. Granted, it's easy to run a campaign where you're promising everything to everyone, it's, yeah. and it feels altruistic too. So I could see his passion in his voice. But at the same time, when he was on his face-to-face and said specifically that he couldn't work with the conservatives. He couldn't work with Donald Trump. The fact that he said that, I hope Donald Trump gets impeached before I have a chance to talk with him. I'm like, if you're going to be a leader of the country, you can't say that, man. Come on, dog. You have to be for Canadians now. You're not an NDP person anymore. Once you're the Prime Minister, you're the Prime Minister of all of Canada. Which is why I can respect Justin Trudeau when he got elected. Even though I didn't vote for him, he got elected and said, listen, just because you didn't vote for me doesn't mean I'm not going to try and rep you. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean I'm not going to try and go to bat for you. Yo, we're all Canadians, let's come together. This is all over now, let's go and do this. Mm -hmm. I can respect that. Mm -hmm. Just because I didn't vote for the guy, yo, he's my PM now. Yo, I can respect that. So, yo, I'm wishing him all the luck, even though I didn't vote for him, and I hope he does does better than he did the last four years. Mm -hmm. And I hope he does a good job. So, I mean, that's just really, I, I get a little heated when it comes to politics, but I think we should all take a couple hours every four years, get informed about the, the stuff that matters to us, and, and vote. And you're right. Is our individual vote going to matter? No, but you know right. as 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 a collective, more conversations you have, who knows who you've influenced? Who knows who I've influenced through all the Facebook posts I make about totally. this shit? Right? So... I might only have one vote, but if I influence 10 or 15 or 20 or 50 and they influence, it's like a virus, right? It spreads. That's it what spreads. The message spreads. So That's what Gray said to me many years ago, and I know you remember this debate where I was always saying, my individual choice doesn't matter. Because I believe you were talking about like veganism or being a vegetarian, and I said, what does it matter? Like, what does it matter? Like, if I'm a vegetarian, how is that going to make a big difference? So if I choose to be a vegetarian because... I don't like the, the cruelty that these farmers or, or you know, mass farms or whatever are, are bringing to animals. I'm like, who gives a shit? I'm one vegetarian, what does it fucking matter? Like, realistically, if you sit down in, in quiet silence, you're like, what does my one choice matter? How does it matter? I'll give you a perfect example of that. How does this one choice matter, matter to start fasting, right? How many of us started fasting because of that? Yeah. How many of us have told other people to start fasting? How many of those people have told other people to start fasting? All because yeah. it started with him. But you yeah. can start with him. Start with somebody else. Who started with somebody else? So yeah, don't fa- give him all the credit. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, but I, I will give him credit because even something like yeah. my mom and my dad yeah. fast because of this guy. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's just like fuck. Like you know, yeah. maybe maybe one person does matter. Yeah. One person who's passionate enough does matter because, yeah. like you said, it spreads like a virus. Spreads. And 
as he sneezes, it comes to me. As I sneeze, it comes to other people. And this idea virus he had just continues to spread for many people. Who knows? And it's going to continue to spread. It's, it's, it's spreading right now. It's going to keep going. Yeah. It's spreading right now. But you know what, though? If he was more passionate about it, let's say he started a podcast about fasting. It was just strictly about podcasting. And he decided to go all in on fasting. Right. He would drive greater change. Right. So, for example, you're a great, great example of that with politics. And the fact that you are educating people through your Facebook posts. You're one person making a vote. But you're also creating greater change. My thing though is it's not just like there's there's no reason not to right because we're in a system where one vote can literally make a change You're, you have a system where one vote can decide right it's it without spreading without infecting anyone else without you saying a word to anyone else about what kind of vote you're going to cast your vote can make a difference one vote can make a difference right so you don't even have to consider all the other people that you're affecting and how the wave spreads you have power you have individual power it's like the parable of the girl on the beach throwing starfish back into the water. They keep washing up and, you know, the boy, I can't even remember how it goes, but the boy walks up and he's like, what are you doing this for? It's losing, you're, you're not making a difference. She picks up another starfish and throws it back in the water. She says to that starfish, I am. It's like just one little thing, one little change is, is all that matters. It's not necessarily influencing the rest of the world too. It's just making the world a better place for you and for, you know what I mean? Like with your own little contribution. Mm -hmm. So... And, and everyone, everyone's individual contribution is just, it, we all have way more power and way more agency than I think most people give themselves credit for. Mm -hmm. They think like, well, I'm one of 65 million people who cares about me. Well, you can make a difference. You can make a unique difference. You can make an individual difference that someone else can't make because they're not you. So hmm. don't sell yourself short. How do you guys sell to the guys with the kids in here? When your kids grow up, how do you sell voting to them? You can't just go to them and be like, it's your right to vote. You need to vote. No, so no, I'm going to say, motherfucker, you're either voting for me or you're out of the house. No, you're voting for me. You're voting for me. You're voting for me. You're voting for politics? No, 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 no. Never voting for politics. You're voting with me and you don't live here no more. No, honestly, you know what? Like, my dad and Ashley are terrible for voting. So, like, I'll tell them some of the issues and then they usually just don't bother going. I literally have to drag them to the polls if I if I want them to vote. And I just literally say to myself, like my riding, I usually look at my riding and I usually it's not like a swing riding. It's either you win by two thousand votes or lose by two thousand votes. So I I just kinda it doesn't keep me up at night, is all I'm saying. How I, no, but but how do you explain but how do you explain it? Yes, yeah, so how do you explain to her? Because those this whole this whole idea of like dealing with ignorance, because I I I might be wrong about this and I apologize to anybody who, who disagrees with this but I believe that as our generations kind of grow up we become more focused on ourselves and maybe yeah. less focused on everything else I, and where before it was like you vote why well, because our forefathers went to war to battle so you had the freedom to vote right. which is what my, my parents so told me I, but I, like, I would just tell them hey you know what like this might be a small influence on your future but why don't you help shape your own future shape your own future take it upon yourself to do a small amount of research and shape your future this, what you vote matters, so help cast a vote and help shape the future in a way that you find is, uh, is pleasing to your ideals and whatever. And whether you vote with me or, or, or you, you fucking negate my vote, motherfucker, you better not have acknowledge me. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, when, no matter what you do, just get informed, mm. vote about the things that matter, and, and make sure you cast your vote because it does sh help shape the future. And that's, what I, that's the speech I would give them. It's a good argument. I'm I'm but I do wish, I do hope that when my daughter 
is older that the game has changed or it's not a game anymore like it is a fucking game right yeah, now it's just it is, like it really is i hope it's not that when she becomes older you know and that whoever she she has more confidence in the system than maybe i do at this point because yeah. i i have a lot of what you were describing where it's just kind of like it's not that i i don't think my vote will make a difference but like it's all going to be the fucking same in the end it's all going to come out the same they'll do one thing mm -hmm. that they promise that it's going to help me and they're going to fuck up in all these other ways and maybe they don't know what they're getting involved in like you know there's so many briefings can you imagine becoming the president and all of a sudden the day that you're elected getting privy to all these briefings and shit i'd be like oh god change my mind you yeah, know no, like no. fuck that yeah. so i don't know it's just it, the system seems kind of broken to me and i hope i don't i'm not sure i have a much better solution other than everyone taking more responsibility individually but i hope politics as a whole is a bit different when she gets older mm. and then i will have 100% confidence saying exactly that, mm. what you just said, because it convinced me that I should be doing more. So right. the reason why I brought that up, politics is just a good, like, micro example to the, the macro discussion of ignorance and choosing ignorance over being informed. I choose ignorance when it comes to politics because I feel like it makes me a happier person. I feel more in control of my circumstances. So I choose ignorance. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I, I, I can't, you know what, depending on the subject, and I, I mean, I might disagree with politics, but I think sometimes if you don't know all the facts and you're subjecting yourself to things that are potentially negative, then I, I think being ignorant to the situation might be better because you're, you're, you keep yourself out of a negative like, mental yeah. state of mind. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, for instance, yeah. like... And that's air exactly from the fucking place. I mean... It's weird. <sighs> Like my dad, he would take a rock and he would, he, 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 he thinks it's a meteorite, but I'm pretty sure I've, I've had this thing tested and it's just a fucking, just a stone from the, the man-made lake. Yeah, just like a, like a stone, yeah. just a, a Thanks, fucking man. whatever stone rock or whatever, right? And this guy goes and he will rub himself with this rock every once in a while and he says, and he says it makes himself feel better. So if you remain ignorant to the actual facts, ignorance in this case is bliss. Because this rock is actually potentially releasing some sort of positive hormones in his brain to say, hey, this act makes me feel better. And if I tell him point blank, yo, dad, this is just some fucked up little rock yeah. that you just found on the beach, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it might take that away. So. So sometimes it's good to live in some sort of ignorance if it's going to promote a healthier state of mind. Big Mac. Well, big I was going to bring that up again, but I didn't want to over overuse <laughs> big the Big Mac. Mac. And that's, that's the thing. The it's the exact same thing. I like if I if I if I continuously tell myself that this shit is bad for me, and it, I'm starting to move in that direction. But if I continuously yeah, that's right? a win right there, baby. But, that's a win. But if I continuously, but if I continuously tell myself that it's bad for me, and then I go and I feel bad every time I eat a Big Mac, and I feel bad or whatever, what's going to start to happen to me? I'm going to start to fucking feel bad on the inside, right? You will. Agreed. You will. Right. I, I give up on the trying to convince you this. <laughs> My question is, how do you remain so steadfast in your confidence of something in face in the face of all like Delusion. science to the contrary? I wish I could leverage the placebo effect, but someone tells me something that I would like to believe, I'm like, uh, I want to believe it, but it's too skeptic in you. Yeah, I, it just how do I lose that? I want to just crush that question. shit. That's actually a really good question. Like, yeah, I, I, I just I feel like I'm a confident person in general, and I, I do feel that like. 
Science doesn't matter. No, no, I'm not saying that. Science doesn't matter. I'm not saying that science doesn't. I'm not saying that science doesn't matter. I'm just saying that there is science in the placebo effect, and there's lots of and science and good science, and there's also lots of science in in how much we how much we feel relates to how we start feeling. Mm -hmm. So if we feel a certain way about something, if we feel a certain way about how we're acting or we put negative connotations towards a specific item, whatever it happens to be, we're gonna start feeling those yeah, things. You're gonna condition yourself to feel those kind of things. And so, so, so you might say, yeah, okay, hey fuck, throw all the science out the window when it comes to Big Macs. But I mean, if you, Fucking know you're gonna eat that Big Mac. You're better off throwing that science out the window because then. That's so wow. weird to this. It, and that's the, honestly the thing. If you know you're gonna fuck up, I, we've had this conversation once before. If you know you're gonna fuck up, if you know you're gonna eat that Big Mac, then don't beat yourself up for it. That's so weird. It's not beating yourself up. It's just in, like in a you're, way you you're are. saying like I know I'm gonna eat this, so I choose to believe it's not bad for me, and I'm like. You know it's bad for you, so why would you not just no, but choose I, I, not to eat it? But I choose to believe. I choose to believe that it's not as bad, bad for me as everyone in the grand scheme of things is making it out. And if I uh, supplement with exercise, with uh, uh, timed fasting, with my five-day fast three times a year, with a whole bunch of these other things, mm -hmm. that me eating a Big Mac a couple times a week. It's not gonna. It's not gonna break the bank, yeah. and that's not really gonna matter over the scheme of things. Gonna break the so, uh, yeah. <laughs> But so that that's the way. No, I think they're not bad for you. No, that. But here's the thing. Yeah. That, that they're so, diet burgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing weight eating this thing. <laughs> you know, like, but that's that's that's, uh, that's where oh, man, that's why the discussion on ignorance is so fascinating because sometimes ignorance can activate the placebo effect. If you convince yourself of something, uh, if you're convicted enough about a truth, that maybe isn't true, like eating Big Macs is not bad for me, maybe in the short term, but in the long term, I feel like, aren't you gonna realize that it is bad for you when you start to put on weight and your blood pressure's kicking up? But if you're putting on weight just because of that, you but know that eating, there's a larger yeah, issue at hand. You shouldn't eat two Big Macs and then just say to yourself, "Oh fuck, I'm putting on weight. I better cut out those Big Macs." Like, come on, dog. Yeah. You gotta be doing there's better. You gotta be doing. You gotta dummy up a little bit better than that. Yeah, if you I think fair. removing two Big Macs from your diet is gonna all of a sudden, whatever. Just so. two, though. Like this is a. It's like. It's like I, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I probably, I probably, I probably only ate two or three last week. Maybe <laughs> four? Three or four? Yeah, you know, it's no, fine, it's fine, it's fine. It was two or three, and that's what McDonald's Monopoly on right now. Yo, this nigga's trying to win a prize. <laughs> <laughs> two or three in the last one. Boardwalk, let's go. <laughs> I'll get another large fry, please. <laughs> but I, I, I battle with the whole ignorance debate because I feel that ignorance can be a good thing, but I also at the same time feel like it's a bad thing. So for example, I don't read the news anymore because I would rather be ignorant to what's going on in my community. But again, people challenge me, they say, um, Ryan, you're a change maker. When you notice something, you make change, whether it's, it's connecting certain people or what have you. And they had a great example of this. One of the biggest reasons why I went to that certain shelter to adopt Roxy. You're aware of what's going on in your community. Because I, I was aware of what's going on in my community. I read the news and they said that they were struggling they weren't getting donations, that uh, uh, Winnipeg Humane Society was getting most of the donations, and these little little places don't get the notoriety, and people don't give them money. 
I read that news story and I was like, well, fuck, I give money to the Winnipeg Humane Society. They're the biggest one. I love what they do. But I'm like, I should be doing more to support the little guys, which is why I do the donation of cat litter and like donation every single month, a donation of newspapers or whatever, because I was informed. I don't think, sorry to interrupt. Please. Hold on to that thought because I, I want to. I don't think you not reading the news means you don't want to stay informed about what's going on in your community. No, I those two don't equate in my mind. No, I don't. I think, think you don't read the news because you don't want the, the bullshit the that negative. the news yeah. presents. Correct. Yeah, right. Correct. And it's like it's almost becoming like the new, like what raises people's emotions and gets people mm. agitated and all that kind of stuff sells newspapers. Yeah. It sells subscriptions and I, everything is subscription based. But I, yeah, I totally agree with you. But to add to the, did someone bring this up to you or you're just having this self-reflection story? Somebody brought it up to me. Somebody brought it up to you. Because I agree, because there are the odd things in the news which which aren't necessarily even positive or negative, they're just neutral, that are brought up mm. and that you're not aware of. And those things will filter through. There are people that I trust who do mm. read the news or talk to me at the water cooler at work or whatever, that, that will get to me. What's important will get to me. And that, 5% that falls through the cracks that I probably would have acted on or could have made a difference on is worth missing for that other 95% I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. I'm saying, I don't, I don't and I do read the news. I, I get caught all the time reading the, the free press in particular because oh. I subscribe. Mm. But like, there's so much garbage to filter through. Yeah, there's so and, and my mom is the worst for coming over and being like, did you hear about this? And this truck, just the other day, a truck carrying the pigs, um, what is it called? I don't know. Oh, Jackknife? Jackknife, yeah. So then she was describing the scene. I'm like, Mom, why do you invite all of this into your life, into your day, and all that kind of stuff? Like, I, there's nothing that I could do about it. There's nothing that you could do about it. Like, why are you continuing to let this, why are you ruminating and letting this ruin your day, right? Yeah. There's so much shit in the news. My are so bad, especially if there's like a, a come from a smaller town, if there was a bad accident, someone died. Like, both parents, oh, did you hear what happened? Yeah. Did you hear what happened? Yeah. I can't believe it happened. Yeah. They talked about it in churches. Like, just drop it. I'm not talking Seriously. about this. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? And the newspapers Oh, did you shit. tell Did you tell Melissa? No, I didn't. Because yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> there's no, there's, there's no What's point. What's the upside? Yeah. Exactly. There's no point. Yeah. Why? Sorry to interrupt, but I no. think that's okay. So my, my whole point there is to say that ignorance is seen as such a bad thing. But I've really adopted ignorance is a good thing. And I think Intentional. That, yes, intentional yeah. ignorance is a good thing. It, like hey man, like, but but that that to me is like I'm choosing to be ignorant. But I know that that I'm gonna get beat up on this, and I please I invite other people to challenge me on that and tell me like why I'm wrong. But I would choose ah sucks to say this, but I would choose to throw the baby out with the bathwater when I choose to not read any news. There might be some good in there that I might be able to make change, but I'm like I'm making change my own way in life. I don't need to invite all this other negativity because. Out of the 99 things that I, out of the 100 things I read, 99 are usually things that like bring me down or affect my number. The one thing in there that I could probably make change is good, but you know, like. You I, know, I, I, I do have to that. say the news has to do a better job of actually uh, reporting on some, reporting on some positive shit. Because I feel like. So it sells though, bro. It's I, it's I know it's not, I know it's not what sells, but it almost like. There's a huge correlation between the way people think and how much the news reports, of it is, reports man. on negativity. Man. And, and maybe our society would start to morph a little bit more they would. if the news they and would. all the media outlets started talking about positive shit mm -hmm. versus all the fucking negative shit they talk about. And That stimulus has to come from the bottom up. It's not a top-down thing. They can't just change what they report on. We need to change what we're fucking interested True. in and buying. But we're not but, but we're not gonna change what we're interested in what we're not gonna change what we're interested in because it's almost biological in us. Because of, again, we've talked about this, fear is what has kept us safe for so many, like hundreds of thousands of years. And so what sells is fear. Stay tuned at six o'clock to find out what's in your tap water that could kill you. Or are you gonna tune in to say, tune at six o'clock because tap water 
is super healthy and we want to tell you why. Tune in. It's like, eh, I'm not going to tune to that one, but I want to know why it's going to kill me. So yes, please tell me. Like, yeah, fears with cells, man. Isn't that what we're doing here? We're trying to just override the fucking natural impulse to the easy life or yeah, being the slave to our emotions and all that kind of shit. Like, this is what... I come to you guys for like sometimes just what comes naturally to me doesn't make a lot of sense. It's not yeah. a good thing for me. It's not the best thing, right? So, I agree. Like, take stock of that. I agree. Most of what comes to us, to us naturally isn't good. The fear response that we have creates anxiety, depression, sadness, guilt. Um, you know, unchecked. I, yeah, yeah. Like I always say that you know our fear creates these stories in our mind that. You know, we think of worst case scenario. Why does our brain do this? Because our brain wants to prepare us for danger. It wants to say, hey, listen, I get it. You're scared of something. I want to make sure you know every possible scenario that could happen that could put you in danger, so I'm gonna keep you alive. Our brain is doing a great job of doing that, but the only problem is we don't need that anymore. We don't live in the fucking bush anymore where we could have saber-toothed tigers jumping out at us. Now, you know, life isn't like that anymore. So our brain is a great storyteller and they always tell a horror story that never comes true. So we gotta keep that shit in check. So the way that I keep that in check is by not introducing this negative stimulus to me. I get enough negative stimulus on a regular basis, we all do. Why do I have to choose to watch the news to bring in and invite more negative stimulus in? I, I, will, I will say one thing about negative stimulus is that you wanna learn from other people's mistakes. That's the only thing. So, that whole, that whole thing about like, um, you know, you learn when you fail, a smart man learns when you fail, but an even smarter man learns from someone else's mistakes or however the, however the phrase gets coined. Yeah, you don't think women can learn too? Yikes. <laughs> 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 I mean, why uh, only men do men learn? It's an old phrase, okay? It's an old phrase. <laughs> Yo, you put us in those awkward positions, I gotta put you in one too, bro. Listen, I'm not awkward at all, yo. Everybody can learn, and that's obviously not where I was going with that. But, um, Sorry. yeah, no, no, it's okay. But, but, um, so like when you hear, like, I would, like, uh, like one of the kind of things that put me just a little down actually was hearing about both of you guys, uh, knew that girl, and you knew, you knew that girl that was just sitting on the table and then fell through, yeah. just sitting on her coffee table. Glass table that brought fell me through, down. That brought me down and then the she she died. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That brought me like, down. she died from that. And I just said to myself, like, fuck, I'm never getting a glass coffee table. <laughs> yeah. That's literally, literally what I said to myself. What's why? Why take the risk? <laughs> <laughs> why take the risk? I'm Yo, sorry. you know what? You know what? You, you know, it sounds it sounds funny and, and how I like manage my risk. But I'll tell you, if I hear some fucked up shit happening to somebody, I will avoid that situation. Like to an nth degree, yeah. just because like I don't want any any of that kind of shit happening to one of my family members. So if I can learn from someone else's mistake, if you will, or freak accident, then I no, totally will. Everyone's had a freak accident. That's exactly it's a freak accident. People have had freak accidents with fucking everything, mm -hmm. doorknobs and you know linoleum flooring. And I won't buy that doorknob again. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying don't be don't be ignorant to things because you want to learn from other people's mistakes. But I feel like to be I'm just saying I'm just saying cautiously that I, and I'm kind of like on with you guys that I don't really like to absorb all this negativity in the news but if I do hear something a lot of times I might think to myself how can I uh, learn from this situation and is there a learning lesson here or is this just some sort of scare tactic is this some sort of like fear-mongering like what's actually happening here is that what's happening here or can I actually take something from this apply it to my own life to better myself 
or is this just some bullshit like we don't want more immigrants in the country kind of thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so trying to sift through that is is sometimes you know a I daunting task. Question, but, a question for the group and for people watching: um, How many people think that you could actually learn to read the news, negative or positive, and train yourself? to not ruminate on it, nor let it affect you in a negative way, to actually learn from the circumstances? So that's a great question. So the question is, how can I read the news and become informed without being affected by it emotionally, yes. negatively or positively? Yeah. Because, so was it how can you or do you think you can? Both. How? Oh, yeah. I definitely think I can. Yeah. I don't I, think and most I of that shit. I know you. I, I knew that's why you posed that question. Because I think that none of this shit really affects you all that much. Yeah, and it doesn't really affect me that much. Right? I don't read the news. I don't read the news. Depends what you read. It's easier said than done. Though. Right. But it doesn't affect me. So I even don't really like even watching, like, sometimes on Netflix, like, stuff, like, if it's tragic, tragic, I don't mm. really like watching it because then I feel like I'm just going to view it in a different perspective. And negative. And so recently, um, we came across one, and it was about a child abduction. Uh, Madeline McCain. This was years ago in uh, Portugal. And so Melissa wanted to watch it, and I was like, Ah, you know, I don't really want to watch this because it's just like I don't want to watch someone's kid getting kidnapped mm -hmm. from a from a resort. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why? but then I told myself, No, I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna learn the mistakes because I don't want to make this mistake. Mm. You know what I mean? That's that would be one of my worst fears in my saying? entire life. Yeah. And to learn from it. And I honestly can I feel like I can objectively say how there was mistakes in but you can, there's a million more child abductions. One hundred percent abducted animal abuse stories that you can learn from out there. So why aren't right. you well, exposing yourself to them? Well I so now if I do hear something, I'm I'm trying to get myself to be more objective as opposed to looking at it from a negative standpoint or bearing those emotions and actually looking at all the circumstances and understand just like this this like the girl that sat on the coffee table do you know what i mean mm -hmm. okay like how can you prevent that okay well not to say i'm never gonna buy a glass coffee table in my life but maybe there were and there were because i know we had a glass coffee table we got rid of because there was some uh, instances where it was shattering just randomly it was just poor quality glass mm -hmm. so you know it's just again part of ignorance right it's yeah. informing yourself you know not you know, typical colloquial way of that. I'm being ignorant to everything. I'm just, no, I'm just lacking knowledge. How can I educate myself? That doesn't, I don't think the way to do that though is to seek out negative stories. I'm not saying to I don't seek think them out. The best way to do I'm it, not saying say. to seek them out, but if you do, if you want to catch up on the news, if you want to be informed about your community and you do come across the story, read the story, but don't let it affect you. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying that's also a double negative. That's not the best way to stay informed about your community. That's my point. Like a lot of what they're, what, what is in there. Okay, so is what's in their way? Maybe Facebook, I don't know, Twitter. Follow people that you respect, reporters and journalists that you respect. And but then you might only get be getting one side of the story or of one. But you're always yeah. only gonna get one side of the story. Mm -hmm. Expose yourself to as many sides as you can, different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, you know what? One thing that I'm trying to do right now is I'm, I'm guilty of um, a lot of the books that I read and suggest to you guys, it's like regurgitating a lot of the same mm -hmm. shit that I already know, but it's kind of like supporting it. Now I've convinced myself that I'm like, I need to read a book by someone or on a perspective or on a topic that I disagree with wholeheartedly. Really? Like I need to immerse myself in I a try perspective and do that, all the time. that I just do not agree. And to me, that's a better way of staying informed than just exposing myself to the negative aspects of the news mm -hmm. person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm agreeing with you. Is there better ways to do it? But I'm just saying if it's something that you actually don't mind and you used to do and you enjoy yeah. reading the paper. And if you continue enjoying it and you can do that, for sure. I, I think it's possible, but like, 
I've, I've done this for a lot, like particularly with the news. I've subscribed forever to the right. newspaper, and I've I've seen the change over time, and I've seen the change in me, how I'm actually consuming the news, and I'm like, it's just not good. Like, what what am I getting out of this? You know, mm -hmm. like I'm not I'm not learning anything. It's regurgitating a lot of the same thing, and it's easy for me to put these these situations into the category of freak accident. Yeah. So. What am I taking away from it? Why, one, why am I reading it? The one concern that I have is that you are picking up news and so you say, read the news but don't get emotionally emotionally invested in it or don't allow it to affect you emotionally. For me, I think that's very, very difficult to do because my subconscious will take this and, and, and as I go through my day, I will maybe be a little bit more fearful of something or, or what have you because the news is what? It's based on fear, it's very biased and so they're, they're throwing that on me and we both know that, like, you know, you read um, Earl Nightingale, mm -hmm. um, you know, your mind is like a farmer's field. Whatever you plant in it, it will return. It doesn't matter whether you plant corn or nightshade. It will return whatever you plant. I refuse to plant shit from the news. And that's why I say ignorance is good, because I would rather not read the news. The only time I read the news, and I regret it when I do, was when I met Shapes in the sauna. And you see the newspaper there? Yeah. I will literally pick it up, fucking... I read it every time. Every time. That's how I get started. That's exactly. But as soon as I first read the first, like, five pages, I literally read it and it's like, this person died, murdered, uh, this person raped, uh, this, this tragedy in the city, this, this corruption happening. And I'm like, I literally go and I'm sitting in the corner, I'm like, fuck it. And I throw it to the other side of the, the, the room. I've literally done that twice in the past like month where I'm just like, no, like, what am I doing? Like, I know this is going to upset me and this is going to piss me off. And I know that subconsciously I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to allow this to affect me. So again, it's self-awareness to say, I know how news affects me. So I choose not to bring that stimulus into my life. That puts me in a state of ignorance, yes, but it makes me a better me. I was just gonna say, but my question to you though is, do you think you could train yourself to not be effective? Yes. So why why do you, you feel you're moving towards that goal? Or no. if that is a goal? No, I'm not, because it's not a goal. I, I, I have just chosen to be ignorant. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe that that is best easier. for me at this point at the time, and it is easier. That's right, Greg. That's right. That's right. They all know who's boss this table. <laughs> Just kidding. Man. It's so robotic. It's so robotic to think that you could, or that you would want to like could read the news and not be affected because you can't you can't know what's going to affect you and what's going to hit you differently at different times. So it's how you build your tool or arm your tool chest. Your war stuff. chest. Yeah, your war chest to when it does affect you. How do you handle it? Mm -hmm. Right, you because it's like, story, but it, like but it doesn't. It's I, like I don't want to have to train. Okay, so I'm gonna read this paper. Oh, you know, like, <laughs> I don't. Here we I don't go, need baby. to warm up. I don't need to warm up to read the news. <laughs> right, no, no, but I understand. So I'm saying, if you read something and then it and something does and it, set me and off, it, and it's exactly, and then, but I think that you should be able to train yourself to ask yourself the questions. Why is this affecting me right now? Yeah, you'd be what building am I your own resilience. Through? Just like, for, just for example, you, the massive no, line in the what, shopping carts, all doing. the shopping carts in Superstore, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're eventually, with with time, I think you're gonna get to the point where it's not gonna bother you. So what? It's there, so what? This reminds me of like, what I've talked to oh, some police officers about, like friends of mine, right. who I have seen a change in because of the things that they uh, deal with. Right, everything comes perspective. How do you take that home and play with your kids after an eight hour shift of seeing some of the shit that they've seen and just, it doesn't get to them, right? And I'm like, that's, that's an adaptation that you've had to make to survive. It's a survival instinct. It's a defense mechanism kicking in, but I don't know if that's good. I don't know if like, there's a part of you that's not. Well, so like, what could you read that would negatively affect you that you should be like, 
that you would think maybe this shouldn't negatively. Like, I have a weak spot for this shit that you were talking about. Kids, Either, yeah. yeah, kids. Yeah. Just so do I. So do I. Yeah. Abduction, abuse, yeah. uh, animals. Just innocence. Yeah. Yeah. Innocence in yeah. general. When it comes to innocence. kids or animals, I'm like, mm -hmm. my mom will sometimes tell me you're, like a horrific story. I'm like, don't tell me. Don't like, tell I get me. angry at people who tell me yeah. about that because. I know shit's going on. I can't do anything about it, and all you're gonna do is ruin my fucking day. It's but you don't suck straight. Like, want to hurt someone who did totally that? Agree. That's right? my soft spot. Too. Should I be less like that? That's, like, that's, but, but, no. Yeah, but yeah. hold on, hold on. But the one thing that, that that drives me crazy is that through absolute pain like that, sometimes that's what you need to feel to drive a change. That's why I. That's absolutely what, the, what I was gonna say. Was it? All right, cool. Well, look, look, look at Ashton Kutcher. Go on. This, this dude literally just got so sick of fucking seeing like. Uh, child trafficking, mm. like uh, all kinds of like sex trafficking, all these things happening, that he has literally formed an institution within the yeah. States, went to the government, and now like a lot of these companies like FBI, CIA, all these kind, they'll come to that organization and say, hey, did you hear about this cool. or that? Or hey, do you have any sources on this or that? And it's like, he's literally, driving change Love it. For, Love it. For, for that kind of stuff. And that's the thing, like, if we, the one powerful thing about this is if they report on stuff and enough people get angry, it just starts to mobilize change. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. So if we never allow ourselves to be angry about something that actually does need to change, then it just won't. It's true, man. So that it's, it's that, that, that is, uh, that's the piece is that if we feel enough pain, through enough pain, we will want to drive change or we allow it to break us down. Then we allow it to, to put us into a depressed state, a state of we don't have control. I feel like maybe if you are going to read the news, you have to have almost um, enough resilience of, of, of mind to say, hey, I'm not going to let this bring me down, but be more self-aware to say, yo, if this brings me down enough, am I going to take action on this? <laughs> you know, I think about like, I think about like Candy Leitner. Again, I've, I've told this story multiple times, the founder of uh, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Her daughter was killed uh, from a drunk driver. She could have easily said, you know what, I'm not going to read about drunk driving anymore. I'm going to go into a whole ostrich style, go like put my head in sand and that's how I'm going to live my life and that's the way I'm going to go. No, instead she read about all the drunk driving incidents happening across North America and she said, I'm going to make a change. Mm -hmm. And that's what she did. She created Mothers Against Drunk Driving and created just this massive organization of people who are trying to get justice against people who drink and drive, create education to prevent people from drinking and driving. She felt so much pain that she drove change. Like, right? look at that ripple effect. Yeah. Amazing. Crazy so what I'm saying is, ignorance to me has protected me, but also I feel like ignorance may, might be holding me back from getting a new piece of stimulus that I might be able to drive change in this world. You well, know, that, like, that's the, that's the push-pull that I have, that I deal with. I think you're looking at it too black and white. Like, I'm either ignorant or or I'm not, and I'm, I'm taking in everything. It's like, we take in the things that are of interest to us, right? And it's like, I, I can't stand politics, but I know quite a bit about what's going on. It's just like, because I, I just, I'm just... I know more about agriculture. <laughs> they, they, they know, I know what's going on. But no, so like... I, th I think it, it's such a, a broad thing because no one's just ignorant to everything and open to everything, right? Totally or, open, right? Yeah. We're yeah. all, I'm <clears throat> kind of ignorant to the, some things that I'm just not interested in right now because my focus is on, you know, X, Y, and Z and not politics over here, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So it's just like to say that someone's not going to drive change because they're ignorant, it's like, no, I'm, 
I'm just tuning this out a little bit right now, but my change is over here, right? Just because you I think understand. that it's mm. politics. Maybe I'm doing something that completely doesn't resonate with you at all. You know what just hit me right there? As soon as you said that, sorry. I love it because what that just spurred for me was be informed, not inundated. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to inundate myself with all the negative news, but I do want to be informed. So to go back to James's point of can you read the news without being affected by it? Listen, maybe the news brings me down when I read it, right? But you know what? I'm choosing to be informed, not inundated, which means I'm not going to surround myself with news. I'm going to make time. Maybe it's literally sitting in the sauna. I'm going to read the free press or the sun, uh, whatever it is, and I'm going to choose to inform myself in that half an hour that I'm sitting in the sauna. I know it's probably I could inform myself more, but I'm going to do my part to inform myself somewhat of what's going on in my community. But I choose not to inundate myself where I'm not going to continuously take it in on a regular basis, allow it to affect me, mm -hmm. you know, at like a visceral level. Yeah. So that kind of what was what brought you, you know, there's a gray area. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm either saying yes or no, yeah. you know, maybe just well, be I, somewhat informed. I think there's a like, huge, to your point, there's a two huge hours. gray area. Yeah. There's a huge gray area. But yeah, like that's, that's good. Two hours is nothing in in we're talking four, four years, years right? right but like yeah i just think that you're gonna ignore a lot of things but never be so ignorant that you don't know what's going on especially in your own community in your own backyards mm -hmm. like it was crazy even like last year when i went to uh vancouver i what's that street uh wait up white no no, no, no that's that's sorry no. the street no. in vancouver that was like i i knew about you know different socioeconomic levels like homelessness, all, all that's going on, all the poverty in Canada and stuff like that. But then you go to East Hastings and, you know, it, like, it was like, wow, you realize exactly like, you know, what could be happening in your own community. But some people are just so stuck in their little bubble, you know, and don't, don't even know that there's like, like the, the child poverty rate, stuff like that, that's going on. People are just completely business. Well, people don't, not everyone lives like me. Like, that happens a lot. So that to me would be like completely ignorant and, and or saying like, a person might argue ignorance is bliss or, you know, like I'm happy, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, but like to not know what's going on in your own community and stuff yeah. like that and be completely. It's brilliant. I, I love that. And you know, I, I love that you brought that up because that actually inspires me to say, um, it's, it's a combination of all three of your points together, right? But it all tells me that, listen, like, I'm... Yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 nothing. Yeah, so, the table well, is not pulling their weight. Starfish story, bro. Starfish story. Just the eye candy over here. No, man. Yeah, you guys do your thing, don't worry. But in all honesty, what, what, what kind of spurred on here is... is yeah, Starfish story. That's great. That's going to be my takeaway at the end of the day. But it's just literally make a little bit of time to, to inform yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, just make a little bit of time to inform yourself. The reason why I don't inform myself is honestly it comes down to fear, right? Um, it, the pain that I, that I will have if I read this news because I, I put myself through pain reading the news and it put me in like a negative state of mind. I hated it. So now out of pain, I choose ignorance. So I go from one end of the spectrum to the other, but I'm going to kind of meet you in the middle now and say, you know what, man, like I can choose to be informed for a small period of time about the things that are going on in my community, meaning my city, my province, my country. My world, you know, and, and be somewhat informed instead of completely saying no to it. Because I don't take in any news. Like but, really, I don't. True. You could even literally, if you read the the headline, you know, oh, shooting on Toronto Toronto Street. Oh, next next article. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing in the ring, but you're like, oh, little boy saves dog, right? Oh, I'm gonna read this. You know what I mean? How did this little boy save this dog? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think I personally think that you can choose where you kind of focus your energy, and you know, not allowing it to tear you up inside. Just yeah. kind of, you know 
see it, acknowledge it, and kind of move on. But I think that's my growth opportunity. It truly is because I think that I'm protecting my my sensitive self to say, oh no, I'm too sensitive. It's going to affect my day. Well, how can you read the news and be completely informed and not allow that to infect you? You ask the question. If you ask the question, I will work towards that and build it as a discipline to say, no, I'm going to choose to be completely informed. Like maybe it just comes down to that the fact that, like, excuse my language, maybe I'm just a pussy. Yeah, maybe I just read the news and I get affected by it too much. And it's just like, no, man, like, 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 toughen up. Like, you don't think? I missed that. Don't repeat it. Don't repeat it. It's gonna bring me down. It's gonna be all kinds of angry. Um, yeah, I think there's a middle ground, and we guys make good points for finding it. But yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. Like, it's it's like willful, intentional ignorance. But what I took from James's point and more broadly Sean's is like why am I choosing to be ignorant to the things that I'm choosing to be ignorant from and like like you said a lot of it is just it's really self-preservation like I don't want to go down there right like but why can't I like why can't I be aware of why this makes me angry and maybe use those emotions to drive change and improve the conditions that make me angry use that like it's not it's not being a pussy like what what is he driving change somewhere else exactly I don't have time for it But no, those are good points. It's like, why, why, why question why I'm being intentionally ignorant about the things that I am. Yeah, oh, I love that, guys. And I, 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 I love the discussion around ignorance. is such an interesting discussion to, to look at the value of ignorance, but also the negatives of ignorance. And I think it's a good discussion that kind of brought me in the middle. And uh, I really value that, that discussion. Something I want to do differently on the show here is uh, we have very serious discussions, but I also want to open it up to just something fun. So every single week we want to bring something fun that we can discuss and this week we had something that was really fucking easy and fun. I was wondering when this was going to come up. I was working it in. Yo, great. Bring it up because you were the one that brought it up to us. I don't even know enough about it. You guys are more educated. No, you tell us what you found. An article in the free press talking about this haunted house in in, uh, Tennessee where nobody has... (laughs) It's like up to a 10 hour haunted house. Nobody has succeeded. Nobody has passed. Can't even remember the name of the mansion. It's it's McCam... McCamey Manor. Manor. McCamey Manor. I know nothing about this. So I sent this out in the group chat being like, yo, physical challenge, mental challenge, nobody has succeeded. The guy's talking about a a cash reward. I I didn't even catch that part. All I read was only cost you a bag of dog food to do this. I'm like, I am down. Like this guy was like, all day long. And all I sent them was the article. That's all I read. That's all I forwarded. Apparently there's a bit more to the story. Yo, yo. So, so at first I'm like, ah, you fly all the way to Tennessee. I mean, yo, you went a thousand. Scared. This yo, guy was scared. Like, like, yo, he's a haunted house. First off, first off, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to go into a haunted house. Exactly. Exactly. But the second I found out this guy put a thousand bucks in there, and then I read the article and it was twenty thousand. Like, yo, I'm going in a haunted house all day. Bring out all kinds of ghosts for twenty grand. That's terrifying. And and oh, yo, who is it? Who is it? Yo, yo, they don't all look like Yo, listen, they don't all look like Casper, okay? Yo, Kirby, Kirby, yo. So, anyways, so yo, listen. When I heard it was twenty grand, I'm like, yo, I'm in. And then I, I see these videos. It's not no fucking haunted house with some escape room type shit. Did you watch it, Jake? It's ten hours of torture. They're slapping these people like these guys would get fucked up if I was on that show. Yeah, they were pulling hair. Like, could you what? not do Cutting it? Hair too. But if, are they getting? Are they getting? They're not. They have a twenty-four thousand person waiting list, and no one has. And they're getting waterboarded for fuck's sake. There are people. It's ten hey, hours there, of torture. There are people who train with torture. There are people in like. I want to do that. And, and, and yo, listen. 
Go ahead. I'm not. I'm not signing up for ten hours of torture. Yo, yo, want to do it? Yo, I'm gonna laugh at you guys later. No, no, no. I don't know. I didn't know it was torture. But even then, I'm like, you're not gonna die. You're telling me not one person could withstand what they're putting up. Bullshit. Not one person who is legitimately tortured. Only you're getting. You're getting common people. And how many people? You're getting common. I mean, like you had people. They were like commoners. They had. They had these guys. They had these guys where like they were shaving off their eyebrows and sh and like Wait, had, one, guy, one guy had like a yeah. fucking this large ass drill in his mouth and I'm like yo man like who would sign no, up I for this? I Sounds like a common person. I couldn't help Sounds like a person. commoner. Definitely commoner. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> shave off your eyebrows. Ooh, I'm scared. They'll grow back, guys. Not the other one. Listen, without cheating, he threw on my forehead too. Listen, Yo, I, said, I hope you guys sign up for it, big tough guys. You go ahead. You guys would be the dumbest guys ever. Five grand each just to watch you guys just shit your pants for ten hours. You go the right the fuck out. At least a Navy SEAL gets to be a Navy SEAL at the end of their fucking shit. You guys got five grand and a high five. You're not doing it as a team. First of all, I didn't know it was all this torture. You do, you do, do it as a group. Oh, There's really? people that do do it as I a group. I didn't know yeah. it was all this torture shit. I thought it was a, uh, just straight up like some scary. No, man, you should do it either way. I still think that like it seems kind of silly to me that no one that's like a mind over fucking whatever even if it's painful for 10 you see hours the people you're that, like nobody could do it nope. you see the people they, they do they uh, it looks yeah. like they do oh, some tricky stuff commoners. to fool you into thinking that you're way more injured than you are here's my question though what is the end state like i want to talk to them and be like what does winning look like what what is success in this no program? one's ever won yeah, but then that means that they could just fucking extend it beyond 10 yeah, hours. Yeah, so is it, right? is like, it, so is it 10 hours? Is it like five, five steps? You tell me what I need to accomplish to, yeah. to, to earn this 20 hours. That's the last 10 hours of torture. Yeah, and what is that? Exactly. Put you in a room, they were. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's all so. It's scripted. They have a thing that exactly. happens before. So first right? everything is everything is different for every single person. Like they may tell you. That's what they say it right there. They say it right there. Everything is you. You do an interview on the team. Take you to a river. Dunk your head. Hold it for thirty seconds. Pull you out. Rub mud in your face. You know, yell at this torture. Actually, these people signed up for this stuff. They'll slap you around, they'll rub your face in the dirt, you know what I mean? Like, the, these they'll motherfuckers have dirt, you know, dirt and they'll, they'll shove crazy. dirt yeah. and shit in your mouth yeah. and have you they'll be All like, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. But more people, like, they know like they know, they know it's ending. So That's it. Just right. like, and you're not going to die. So why is there was As they're being abused, right? They'll, they'll make up, they'll make up, these guys, you hear them make up stuff like, oh shit, she's bleeding. Oh, she's bleeding real bad. And then like, all I'll of a sudden, like, I feel fine. Yeah, I know, I'm not, I'm not bleeding. Let me bleed. Keep right. going, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let it cut the other one open. Sucks for her. They just start hurting you. Right? But they are hurting well, you. Well, no, no, if you watch it, it, comes, it, it, says, it says right in the thing, you can come out with cuts. You can come out with bruises. Broken bones. Cuts. Right? No, no. Broken bones, bruises, cuts. You, you can you can suffer from you can suffer from mental mental uh, mental health issues. I have a broken bone right now. I'm fine. Listen, I just I wouldn't say there's a there's a reason why you get to go in for free. 
But you know though, that's that to me is the challenge, and go, I want to I want to take go the for it. I I, I can't yeah, wait for you guys to call Uncle. Like I'm gonna sign up tonight. Nobody has done. Oh, really I'll bet yeah. you each a thousand bucks. You guys can't do but it. Maybe they're just listening. It's not about. Listen. I don't do it for. It's not about. I'm not about the money. It's twenty grand is nothing. It's no. exactly people that. are that If I have time, you know, to do this. When you know, if this was in if this was in Winnipeg, I would sign up. Me too. Swear to God, easily. If I did not have to travel, take time away from work and my family to do something for bragging rights, sounds like an excuse to me. Of course it does, but like. Like, this is what I'm trying to convince you about the 365 for seven. Uh -oh. Winning is not worth that much. It doesn't, it just, it doesn't, you don't get anything. You get bragging rights to say you did it and, and hurt yourself and cause all this kind of shit in the meantime. What, what for? That's my point to you. That's why I'm not doing it. But I'm saying, I'm not, if it's not, if so it's not. Oh, you're not doing it now. No, After all that shit talking. No, no. After this guy giggling his little ass no, off. I still think it's funny. If it's I still think funny, no. it's, exactly. It's, it's a just, lot. My life. There's you you think it's funny, but you've never gone through it. Of course, but I'm just so saying, to say to yes. just to and say, and I'm not saying I'm the toughest person out there. But I know people have gone through worse in real life where they actually thought they were gonna die. You're telling me that of thing, fifty thousand, yeah. not one of them. I'm not saying it's doesn't me. That, doesn't I think that, it is me. I really do think it is me. Fifty thousand people did it. Did I think it's you, a win. I, think I, think it's a win. I can guarantee you won't pass. Did you guys ever watch that movie? I, I, oh, you could think all you want. I, I, I will bet you any amount of money. When you're being suffocated, I'm not confident that you can't do it. You're that confident. That I can, it makes no difference to me. Well, that's what true. you believe me. It's true. Wait, you know what? To to have a hundred percent failure rate, and to that's the part that blows my mind. Yeah. It blows my fucking Did mind. Did you guys ever One hundred percent. That's motivation enough. No. So just be like. I want to get it. I have to do. Okay, what are you saying? Did you, you ever see that movie? It was based on a true story where they did a social experiment where they rented out a, a, like a, um, I think it was a library, or just off a library in a university during the summer, and they had. 10 people, or 15, 20, people, five, 10 where half of the group was supposed to be inmates and half of the group Stand was supposed prison to be, experiment. yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And in that experiment, that they mm -hmm. actually started taking on the roles of, you know, the hierarchy, Whatever that the, exactly, the hierarchy that, and it was all a social experiment. The yeah. kids knew that this is just another kid, but they started to take on these roles of, mm. um, you know, dominance and, you know, um, whatever you want to, um, whatever, submissive. Yeah. yeah, submissive person, right? And they took on those roles and it actually affected them mentally. How hmm. long do you know that? Was it was that, so? over the period of time, it was a short period of time, like hours or days? No, no like a week, 10 days, yeah. Mm. Huh, interesting. Like, would you, like, mm. it's a very good movie. That's could, you, could, you, could, you, could you imagine if you actually had some, like, like, you have to be in mental state of mind, you have to have all these different things. Could you imagine if? Just out of pride, you expose yourself to some shit that could potentially fuck you up for the rest of your life. But I don't think it's gonna fuck me for the rest of my life, man. But that, that is also what drives but, me no, too. But, but you've never, you don't, but, you no, don't know necessarily it's, almost. But anyone. Anyone. Yeah, but it's so easy. so easy. Oh my god. When, so easy. when you think you guys hurt me sometimes. When you think your life's in jeopardy, part of that fear is because you think you're about to die. This, it's like. Wow, this sucks. These guys are crazy. I don't know where they're going next, but I'm going to be alive in 10 hours and it's over and I made it. I'm not a natural yeah. concentration camp and I don't know where. Right. Like, I know I'm here. Right. I remember sure. what like, happened three days ago when I volunteered to be in a challenge. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, that's the thing. That's what you're overlooking. Like, listen, why I, are so many listen, people that Listen, listen, why, is, why do so many people false confess? <laughs> right? I mean, why do so many people get false listen, confessions? And, and, and on the surface, I agree with you. On the surface, I, I, I'm right there with you. I feel like I can do anything, but I don't 
think it's worth it. Can't do that. But it's a challenge. You don't, no, no, I don't it's not it's a matter of you it. not thinking it's worth it. You said you don't think we could do it. You don't think that we could actually do this. I agree it's not worth it. That's why I'm not doing it. But you said that I can't. That's different. I, I, I'm just do doing it. that because I want you to do it. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to because it's not worth it's it's too far away. Right? I don't even, care about that. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's just my not life. worth it. It's legitimately not worth like, it to go down and get tortured for 10 but, hours. But it's not worth What's it. Why? But it's not worth it. Why? Because you don't have put enough the worth on it for me. Hold on. But but the hold on hold on hold on hold on. The one reason why I would do it. And the reason why I think just for breaking right? rights? No, zero breaking rights. It's all for me personally. Like, why is it that last week when we had this massive like blizzard coming in, why did I decide to go run outside in like a short sleeve shirt? Because you're an idiot. Because I'm a masochist. Because I want to challenge myself, yeah. man. Because I'm like, listen, uh, this this cold fucking scares everybody. They're going inside. You know what? I'm gonna put my runners on. I'm gonna do my job just like anybody else. Does. Get that and I'm going, man. Like, and, and when I finish it, I'm like. Fuck yeah, like yeah. I got a rush out of that. Okay, I'm so brave now, but let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, don't insult, don't insult. But when it comes down to it, it's like listen, I'm just no security. You know, I do, I do think that, I do think that. that <laughs> God damn it, though. That's like a fucking bozo. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's one thing to like do something that no one has ever thought of doing before, right? And accomplish it. It's another to like do something that no one's been able to accomplish. Exactly. How but can you just do that with your own ego? That's but that no, it's not ego. It's me proving myself. I don't care who knows. I don't. I don't need to come. Of course back you care. I want you to know. I don't care if anyone else knows. You I want care. you. You no. care! You no, put that on I, I swear to God, I swear to God. In fact, I wouldn't want to be on like, I don't, you know so, what? Okay, like so, okay, so, okay, so, point blank, so, point blank. If you did it, and they said, yo, listen, we'll pay you 30, but we gotta make it so that no one knows that you finished it. Done. I would pay you an extra five so that I don't have to be on your videos and bullshit. Mm. I don't like attention and fame, you know that. Like, yeah. I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, you probably put I that. really would watch it just to yeah, prove to myself that I could that. fucking do it. Like, how many people failed at this before me? Like, yeah. all right, let's 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 wrap this shit up for my. Before you're not wearing a shirt. Terrible man. Oh, uh, terrible. Okay, I want to hear about your 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 top golden nugget taken away from this episode. I'll go first. The intentional ignorance one was definitely a big one for me and left me a lot to consider. But like, again, why? What what do I? What am I protecting myself from by choosing not to expose myself to certain things? Like, and how could I be a better person by exposing myself to those things? So. Favorite takeaway, hands down. Love it, man. Awesome. What about you, boys? Uh, I'm going to say it was kind of a little bit of what you said, and it was kind of just more um, a general term, but when you were saying that you used to be more, or you, you want to be more involved in your community, mm -hmm. whether it be personally or um, I It just made me think, and then you brought up the kids, about what do you tell your kids when it comes to voting and stuff like that. I, it just made me think about that I'm probably not educating my kids as much as I would like to. Mm -hmm. In the future, if I were to reflect back and say, did I educate my kids about this early on? Because my parents did about certain things, right? And that's where I feel that, you know, whether it be politics or be with your community and stuff, but there is that unconscious awareness. If you don't even know what's going on, how can you even do anything about it? Yeah. So I think it's just cool. Just educating myself and again, be more, not less ignorant um, on behalf of my kids. Love that, man. Mm -hmm. Cool takeaway. <clears throat> It's actually, I took it from Marlon about taking ownership, accountability, and then just like being in the corner and fucking mm -hmm. like loving the pressure and just fucking doing it. Mm -hmm. I love that, man. Right. What's your boys? Starfish story. Starfish story? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I love uh, it, man. That is. No, I was just like, 
So when you told your story at the beginning, where at the beginning when we started here um, about the woman who was criticizing you for saying like you you don't care about politics or whatever, and mm -hmm. uh, and I was just are you said and then you said well no like I don't care what happens because any any basically barrier that gets put in front of me I'm gonna navigate around it so yeah. wh whatever person comes into power and changes whatever I'll be prepared for it and then. That's right. She cut you up for that, but she did. It's all about in any aspect of life setting yourself up to be able to navigate any barrier. Mm -hmm. Like it, it doesn't matter where where that comes from. Like it, it just doesn't have to be specifically. Like we focus so much on on politics today and, and news and media and whether we should pay attention to that. But yeah, I, I just I think we have have those tools to be able to navigate any road. Love them, man. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. How about you, man? My favorite story was uh, when you when you said that story about uh, that guy that challenged you and how you kind of turned it around mm -hmm. and how he kind of mm -hmm. just wanted to wanted to talk to you and stay in touch and all that. I thought that was like a really fucking cool story, and you, cool, I, I thought in general you did a good job. It was kind of like a little uplifting moment in the whole discussion. Cool. As opposed to nice. listening to ten hours of torture, I think that was <laughs> <laughs> a good little, oh, a good yeah. little, no little, little, little. Uh, Cool, man. That. Very yeah. cool. How about you? Uh, my biggest takeaway had to be like what I was just telling you guys before. Like, it, it shifted my perspective to say that I have been black or white. It's either it's either I'm doing it or I'm not doing it. And I think what I'm going to attempt to do, I'm gonna commit myself to actually trying to be informed. But what I am gonna do is not inform myself by reading the rags, by reading this the free press, the sun. I'm gonna be strategic in choosing from Twitter, I think, the right columnists, the right people that I want to learn from, and I'm going to take from Arlen's perspective yeah, to say that so I'm going to learn things. from people that I don't agree yeah. with, and yeah. I'm going to learn from people that do agree with. So I'm going to be more purposeful with the information that I do take in I really about like general that news. Too. I really like that yeah. point that Arlen made. Take, uh, take initiative to, to get a, uh, or ingest a different point of view Correct. than you already have. Correct. And I think that's huge. I think yeah. more people, everyone here as well, should. Oh, yeah. we should all be doing that. Yeah. It's important. Totally. Yeah, so I think just me being in fear really drove my decision to be ignorant, uh, to, to you know be intentional with my ignorance. But at the same time, I'm going to challenge myself to say, find people that you want to learn from. Um, and I'm going to see how it goes. Mm -hmm. right, well, we'll test it out and see how it goes. I might completely dislike that challenge and go back to what I was doing. But okay, I'm going to test it out and see where it goes exactly. Boys. That was fantastic. This should have been the spawn. This wine was fucking They were both good, man. Good, right? It was this good. Was great. No. Culinary, good. I, I love the culinary. That is good. I did like that one. I did like that one. It was good. I like this one more. I like this one more. This one was pretty I do like this, but I do like, like I just love like the Rapasso style like wine like, from culinary. It's so delicious, man. It's so good. But in any case, man, boys. So good to have good you guys back. back. Good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah, man. Indeed. <laughs> Some bitch. All right. This is the Brain Jitsu crew, week 16 or episode 16. We got my man Rico over here, James, my man Sean with the Loud Factory, myself, Ryan Calgary, Creature 8, Cut the Crap Show, my man Arlen Gray. Give him a follow on Twitter at Arlen Gray. Steve Ramos, Team Fit Pack on Instagram. Give him a follow. Everyone will catch you next week. Take care. Take it easy. Peace. I honestly feel with that torture thing, it would just make me sick.